Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. KYW Original Podcasts. Merrill Reese, we are getting closer to the Eagles game against the Giants Sunday up in North Jersey. Yesterday, the birds were back at practice, and they put out their first official injury report of the week. And I I have to say, Merrill, I think it's the best-looking injury report they've had all season. Uh, What are your thoughts on it? Well, I'm worried about you, who really loves injury reports. <laughs> it's the best-looking injury report you've seen all season. Well, the fact of the matter is, it's, maybe it's the most encouraging injury report you've seen all season. And, and you should be encouraged, because it looks like Miles Sanders is going to be back. Uh, I think there's a very good chance that Isaac Ciamala will be back. Uh, I don't know about Zach Ertz. He might be a little bit away. Uh, Elaine Johnson should be okay, ready to go. So, uh, and, and also, well, we hear this all the time, that uh, Alshon Jeffrey is getting closer. And that's the one I'll believe when I see it. But even when Alshon Jeffrey comes back, uh, don't look for the Eagles to put him right in the starting lineup. They're very happy with the way the young wide receivers are playing. And I think with Alshon Jeffrey, they will spot play him. And that's about it. But they're not going to play him at the expense of Travis Fogum or at the expense of Jalen Rager and certainly not at the expense of Greg Ward. I definitely think they'll ease him back in. He was a full participant yesterday at practice. Uh, The Eagles actually on their list didn't have anybody listed as a non-participant except for Fletcher Cox, who was given the day off to rest. So that is why I gave that distinction as the best looking injury report that they've had in this 2020 season. Uh, Merrill, we just... The thing that makes me, me laugh a little bit is... Let's see. The Eagles have had a bye week. They haven't. They have. They they had some light workout last week. One day, and Fletcher Cox was given a day off the rest. <laughs> That's a. I didn't even look at it like that, Merrill. But that is an excellent point. And Doug did bring up because he was asked yesterday. He brought up, you know, what what did guys like Carson do last week when you brought the Eagles in for that for that day of work on Wednesday? And and Doug said honestly, the starters were were basically given off and. Um, I'm paraphrasing, but that's what he said. And he said it was more meant for developmental. So they had, like you mentioned, they, they had um, last week off from football activity as well. Speaking of Doug Merrill. But just not being facetious. Uh, it may just be that they have a schedule for the older players, somebody like Fletcher Cox, and they figure he needs a hard Thursday because that's their most fiscal day. Not that they're hitting, but their most active day of work. And then Friday they ease into it and Saturday they have a walkthrough. From, so, the big thing with Fletcher Cox, who is pretty banged up at this point of the season, all defensive tackles are, all defensive linemen are, that is just giving him another day to energize. Oh, absolutely. It is totally understandable that they gave him that distinction yesterday. Merrill, speaking of Doug, when we talked about this yesterday, Brett Favre's comments on ESPN about how he believes that the Eagles should have taken Nick Foles or kept Nick Foles over Carson Wentz. Um, Dave Zangaro of NBC Sports Philadelphia actually pointed out 
that is not the first time that Favre has had that type of opinion. He had it back in January 2019. But in terms of this one, Doug was asked about it a lot yesterday. He was asked about it three times. And the reason why he was asked about it three times is because the first two times, Doug kind of gave a, a high road answer and didn't really have a distinct opinion on it. And then finally, the third time, he, he backed Carson Wentz. What was your reaction to Doug's reaction? I think he was just trying to be cool. He didn't want to rip his old friend. He said, listen, I, I respect Brett Favre's right to have an opinion. That's basically what he said. He may have used the words, I respect Brett Favre's opinion, but uh, that didn't mean that he agreed with Brett Favre's opinion mm -hmm. about Foles. They should have kept him. And then later he was asked one more time. He said, listen, I am behind Carson Wentz 100%. He is our quarterback, and that's not even an issue. And uh, listen, Brett Favre's in the media now, and he's, they, they want him to make statements, and he'll make them. And I, I don't think, quite honestly, Brett Favre is in the position to evaluate the two of them. In fact, I wonder about Brett Favre and how much football he's watching, because if he, and I, again, you're talking about somebody who has the highest amount of respect and regard for Nick Foles. He's a great guy, and he's done some wonderful things here. He's played two of the best games in Eagles history the NFC Championship against Minnesota, and of course the Super Bowl, but there is no comparison in the talent between Nick Foles and Carson Wentz, number one. And number two, if you've watched Nick Foles in his last three games for the Bears, he's played terribly. How fair, Merrill, do you think it is that these Foles-Wentz conversations keep propping up two years removed from the fact, and also factoring in, like you mentioned, that neither player is having a good season. That's absolutely accurate. And I, I said the other day, and I mean it, the way Nick Foles played in the last couple of games, if Mitch Trubisky was healthy, they probably would have gone back to him. They'd have a whole year of musical quarterbacks until somebody gets hot. I, I don't think you ever worry about how fair it is. Uh, certainly, it, again, as Doug said, everybody's entitled to their opinion. So, um, Merrill, uh, switching to another quarterback, what do you make of Daniel Jones? I think uh, the Eagles have faced him twice. They faced him once last year, and they have faced him, obviously, a couple of weeks ago. What do you make of Daniel Jones? Do you think that he is the real deal? I do. I, I really do. I watched daily Daniel Jones when he was at Duke. I think he's a, a big, strong quarterback with an excellent arm, He's very accurate. He's very, very bright, has an economics degree from Duke. But like Carson Wentz, he turns the ball over too often. He has running ability. I, I think he's a good quarterback. He still has to be developed, and he still makes too many mistakes. And who else, Merrill, stands out to you on the Giants after the Eagles played them uh, a couple of weeks ago, two games ago, they faced Washington last week, and now they're going to play the Eagles again. Watching the Giants recently, who stands out to you on their team? Well, Darius Slayton is a very dangerous wide receiver. He has hurt the Eagles in the past. And as I, I mentioned to you the last time they played, it's not easy if you're a broadcaster and Darius <laughs> Slayton is being covered by Darius Slay. So uh, that, that's one thing to watch out for. But I think they're a solid team. If Devontae Freeman is back, he's an explosive running back. Wayne Goldman is solid. Deion Lewis, in certain situations, is a pretty good little back. Uh, Evan Ingram is interesting. He's a talented tight end, although he had the fingertip drop mm -hmm. that could have sealed the game for the Giants. 
uh, back on October 29th, and he dropped it. But you know he's dangerous. You can't leave him alone for a second. And on the defense, the guy who I think is playing the best football right now, and every time I watch a Giants game or I look at tape of a Giants game, he stands out, and that is number 54, Blake Martinez, who had been with the Packers. But I think he has raised his level, and he's a real playmaker. Uh, Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to uh, compare him with Lawrence Taylor, but he's still a very, very good playmaking linebacker. I got one more for you, Merrill. Um, Golden Tate. Uh, he did not play against Washington because the, there was a controversy up there in, in New York. And in the Monday night game against the Buccaneers, he was, you know, publicly demanding the ball. And then there was a whole social media thing with his wife and so on and so forth. So he didn't play against Washington. But in all likelihood, he's going to play against the Eagles. That's the indication that Joe Judge gave this week. Um, how much of a chip, uh, and we know Golden Tate a little bit from his time with the Eagles, how much of a chip? on his shoulder do you expect from Golden Tate? And, and do you think that they're going to go to him often, target him often to try to, you know, uh, uh, squash all the controversy of the past weeks and make it an interesting big story for them up in New York? I don't think they're going to go to him to, uh, to alleviate any chip or to go to him to uh, alleviate controversy. I don't think any of that is the case. I think if they go to Golden Tate, it's because he's open and he is a very solid receiver. He's not the Golden Tate of five years ago. Yeah, even as an Eagle, he had uh, just his moments, but one of his moments came in the playoff game against the Bears mm-hmm. where he caught the winning touchdown pass. But, uh, look, he's a good player. He, yeah, he gets open, and if he's open, they'll try to get him the ball. It's that simple. But their, their most dangerous receiver is still Darius Slayton. Certainly, certainly. Merrill, it has been a while since you... And, get... and one other thing. Sure. And don't forget Sterling Shepard. Oh, yeah, of course. Sterling Shepard is also a guy who can burn you. He has speed and good hands. And, and the Giants, are, they, you know, they, they almost gave away the game against Washington, but they're playing well. Uh, and they almost beat the Eagles if it wasn't for certain moments late in that game. So I don't think the Giants can be taken lightly at all. No, they weekend. can't. You, you, one thing you can say about the Giants is they are a very good 2-7 and seven team. <laughs> But then again, what are the Eagles? Three, four, and one. Three, four, and one. Right, the NFC least. We haven't said that phrase in a while, but it is, it is the the NFC least. And we, you know what we haven't had in a while either? We haven't had Merrill's keys to the game in a while, and we're going to get that tomorrow morning, and I am looking forward to that. Merrill, thank you. Have a wonderful day. Talk to you tomorrow. Thank you, Dave. Voice of the Eagles, Merrill Reese. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hyundai. 